Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Welcome to 90 Day Fiancé WTF Podcast, a weekly hangout to talk about what the fuck we all just watch on TLC's 90 Day Fiancé. I am Nadia, and with me is my co-host, Lon. How's it going, everybody? Hey, Lon, I just realized the title of this 90 Day Fiancé is Happily Ever After? Question mark. Did you know that? Because I felt so two days years old. <laughs> when you found out? Yeah, because I, I don't know about you guys, but I watch all these shows through Fubo TV, and the title for this show is 90 Day Fiancé Happily Ever, Ever After, after. Right. <laughs> with a question mark. So I'm like, oh, I didn't know that. That's that Mandela effect. You know Mandela effect? No, explain. So Mandela effect is when people have a collective consciousness or idea of something that existed that really didn't exist. The reason it's called Mandela Effect is because when Mandela died, so many people were like, wait, didn't he die like a few years ago? So collectively, a bunch of people believe in something that happened that didn't. Mm. And um, another example is cup of noodles. How people say, oh, cup of noodles. I love cup of noodles. It's actually cup noodle. They think it's always been that way. They think it's always been cup of cup of yeah. noodles oh, okay. or something huh. like that. When when you go and look back, you're like, holy crap, has it always been that way? So like happily ever after, because now you're making me question, like, is the question mark new or has it always been there? Well, <laughs> yeah, apparently I just saw it on the title. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I'm just like, wait, has it? I just didn't know that all this while it has a question mark. Well, listeners, just let us know. Yeah, let us know. I do want to clarify that our podcast is 90 Day Fiancé WTF with an exclamation mark. With an exclamation mark, right? Right. So (laughs) I guess that's our version of that, (laughs) maybe. Yeah. It's not like, what the fuck? Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Speaking of what the fuck. I was going to say. Hang on to your bola borscht because we're going to start talking about. <laughs> I feel so bad for her. Oh I my know. gosh. Is that what we're, who we're going to start with? No, we should start with Yara and Jovi because yeah. let's just get that over and done with. I mean, Lan, your thoughts because I feel like I have nothing much to say except for that must be one heck of a hairdryer. Hell yeah. And that's what I was going to say. It was speaking of what the fuck. A $500 hairdryer? I mean, what does it do? Backflips? Like, <laughs> does it it's curl your hair at the same time? One hell of a blowout <laughs> is what it is. <laughs> that's probably what she used on her, on her wedding night when her hair was all like. Oh, yeah. Maybe <laughs> that's the fancy. result. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> We've solved but the damn. mystery there. It was the hair dryer all along. If you've got the money and you, I mean, I, I kind of get it because I also take pride in my hair. I think hair is one of those things that's like, you can use it as self-expression. And it's one of the things that we have where we can fuck with it and we can color it and we can make it do all sorts of things. So I kind of get the $500 hair dryer, but damn girl, <laughs> I'm going to have to Google what it looks like. Cause I don't even fucking know what a $500 hair dryer looks like salon level fucking right that's like premium grade salon grade hair dryer it's got diamonds in it and possibly limited edition maybe there's a collaboration with i don't know it's a collab right (laughs) (laughs) off-white you take it it says off-white on it maybe it's like a videl sassoon easy or something yeah it's good I mean, I don't know. I can't explain that. I do have to say, I can verify listeners that Mon does care about his hair. But I don't think he owns a $500 hair dryer. No, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) So for me with this particular scene, aside from the $500 hair dryer, a couple things. One, I think they're kind of dragging out the whole working versus staying. I understand the frustration. Don't get me wrong. I understand Yara's frustration. But at the same time, they need money. They need a paycheck coming in. And this is Jovi's job. And I feel like we're just beating a dead horse. Like how many times can we go over this, right? Like somebody needs to bring in the money. So that was my first observation. And then second, that is scary to think that she has no friends. So she has to spend time with her in-law. The entire time. And I think they did a good job of setting up the relationship that, yeah, we get along, but I don't like how my in-laws telling me how to raise my fucking kid. You know what I mean? Yeah. So for her, that's the only person that's going to be there for her. Her husband is going to be there. She's got no friends. She's got no family. She's just going to be spending the entire time with an in-law who's telling her how to raise her baby. So that is scary. And I do feel bad for Yara for that. When I thought about that, I was like, yeah. Imagine waking up every single day and somebody is saying, oh, don't do that. Or, oh, you know, you should be like this. I'm just like, can I just be the mom for once? Like, <laughs> I feel bad for Yara. And obviously having Jovi and Yara not co-parent is going to be tough. That's tough for anybody. So I understand that as well. I understand Yara's frustration with that, that she's going to be without a husband and the baby's going to be without a father and they're not going to be able to raise their daughter together. So, Yeah, and I believe she was staying with her in-laws because there's a hurricane coming, Mm. right? I mean, it's not like she volunteered or it's not like her in-law just offered. I could be wrong, but I thought it was because there was a impending hurricane and Jovi thought it would be safer for her to spend time with the mom or to be with a family member you know in case things get crazy right because imagine if a hurricane happened I don't think neither of them could get to each other so it was probably better for Yara in this case to stay with a family member oh yeah that makes sense especially especially if you have a baby Right. That's definitely good thinking ahead. And yeah, I'm glad they had the foresight to think about that. I don't remember any hurricanes, though, happening last year. 
Was this filmed last year? Yeah, I believe so. Well, at least that's my guess. So it could be that there might be a hurricane that happened. I don't know before Christmas season. Yeah, I could be wrong. I know but... they're. I know they're in the. They're in that area where hurricanes happen. So I know that for sure. I, maybe my memory's bad. I don't remember it. Hurricane season last year. I don't know. I was doing my own fucking thing last year, though. So. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it might have been, and I just wasn't paying attention. I feel like us Californians, we don't really pay attention to like other states' weather issues because we have our own set of weather issues. You know, like we have our wildfires, the wildfires. The wi- so I remember, it, yeah, we yeah. remember our fires. That we had a crazy, like I would say May June, because remember that was that wildfire that turned the cloud orange. And it looked mm. like it was apocalypse out there. <laughs> yep. So at that point of time, I, I would say I don't even know what's happening in other parts of the world. I just only care about what's happening in. Yeah. We know. had to evacuate. Right. Uh, yeah. You need yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm reading like a summary, like a synopsis of the episode. And there is a mention of a hurricane headed towards New Orleans. I'm just no. not sure if it actually happened. But I guess that was the reason why Jovi arranged for his mom to take care of Yara and Myla. Yeah. Anyway, I'm glad nothing happened. So shall we move on to Julia and Brendan and how Julia got a card that's not green? So a I card guess we, that's not green. So we don't, we don't know what it is. Is it a green card? For I'm all yet. intents and purposes. <laughs> right. And it's I'm looking a green at my, card, but it's just not green. Right. And I'm looking at my own green card. Mine is definitely green. That card, according to Brandon and his family, they're not green, but they supposedly allow her to work and to travel. So it could be a work visa, but I guess this also means that Julia will have to be paid in order to work at the farm. <laughs> She's no longer free labor, y'all. <laughs> I think the mom's probably freaking out inside. She's like, oh shit, now I have to pay her? Now she has a work visa? Damn. She just wants to get off that fucking farm though, for real. True. She was so happy about that. And I think I'm glad that they're more excited about the opportunity to work and to be independent rather than celebrating another wedding. Yeah. That was honorable of them, especially what Julia said, right? And, and maybe I'm wrong here, but what she was trying to tell them is that she was happy with their wedding ceremony. And she didn't want to like- It was special in its own way. Right. And right. she didn't want to like paste another wedding yeah. over that. So and I said, oh, but it wasn't special. Don't you want to do this? And she was like, it was though. It was our special day. And I was like, Yes. They liked it, like yep. Julian, Brandon. It was it perfect. It wasn't, but it was special to them, and it was good enough. And we don't have to redo that. What she's gonna switch out her tennis shoes for heels? Like, what the fuck is she gonna do? You know? And they didn't prioritize that. And I was like, that's cool. They liked it the way it was, and we had our our day. But I also think they're setting that up for the next episode where the mom and dad are going to plan some kind of party and fool them into thinking it's something else, but they're going to guile them or bamboozle them <laughs> into some, <laughs> some situation where it becomes celebratory. And yeah. And Julia isn't going to like it. Yeah. I guess that's what it looks like from the preview. The dad's going to celebrate his 70th birthday. And suddenly, that's what it was. Yeah. yeah. And suddenly it's like, 
surprise, it's another wedding ceremony. I know. Everyone is here for you. And it's, oh, hey, super spreader event. <laughs> Great. Super spreader. Yeah. <laughs> I was wondering that too. Every time I watch this, it's like, does everyone on the show get vaccinated before they film? Because at first they'll be wearing masks. And then when it comes to like speaking, like let's say that there was a lawyer visit, right? In one of the other scenes, they wore masks. And then as soon as they started talking one-on-one, they just took the masks off. And I'm like, are they both vaccinated then? So I don't know. Yeah, I feel like people have different approaches to this pandemic. I feel like some people are just comfortable not just being indoors and not wearing masks. I'm skeeved about it because, as you know, Lant, I'm very careful about my bubble. I curate mm. my bubble. Like, I want to make sure if I meet you, it's not like I met, like, 10, 20 other people. You know, like, right. I, I want to make sure I've quarantined myself, especially with this new variant. I want to make sure I'm, like, at least quarantining myself for three weeks to make sure I'm in the clear before I meet another bubble of, or another set of people, just right. so I can have a peace of mind that I'm not spreading anything or I'm not contracting anything, perhaps, right. you know? But I guess it's so weird how in the entertainment world, people are just acting like everything's yeah. all good. That and that's is- why it makes me think that maybe production is like, hey, are you vaccinated? And before we can film, you have to, you know, I mean, show us that you're, Vaccinated, that you're vaccinated or whatever, right. and and then we can film it this way, right? Because that makes me wonder, like, hey, yeah, <laughs> it's not safe. <laughs> yeah, and you also have to take into account that in other states, their numbers are low, so people are more relaxed. Oh, that's or true. May- you're yeah. right. Or if you're in Texas, they don't give a shit. <laughs> if you're in Florida, <laughs> yep, <laughs> they don't care. <laughs> it's spring break forever, but I don't know. It's again how you approach COVID. It's up to you. You know how you want to take care of yourself and your loved ones. It's it's up to you. Yeah, I'm I'm skeeved. But anyway, speaking of skeeved, <laughs> Aswelu saying he's gonna eat some pussy cat. What's that about? <laughs> To share the energy from our love and our bones. <laughs> <Right? laughs> Some pussycat. <laughs> like, whoa. Time out. Time out. The Swelu. <laughs> Dude, I watched Pillow Talk and Ziet genuinely thought he was going to eat cats. Literally. Literally, he like freaked out. When... <laughs> he freaked out upon watching that scene. He was like, oh, like, what do you mean? Like, he, he freaked out and Rebecca had to explain to him, no, 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 not cat. <laughs> I don't think Rebecca said what it meant, but she did explain that it's not cats. Like, Australia is not going to eat a cat, basically. <laughs> and it was, it's adorable, but it's also... Talk. Yeah, you got to watch it. It's so funny. <laughs> I want to ask you, Lon. So we found out that Asuelu got into a car accident, which is obviously right. unfortunate. I hope he recovers from it physically and emotionally and mentally because I'm pretty sure it's traumatic mm-hmm. to go through a, a car accident like that. My question to you is, do you think it's his fault or is it the other driver's fault? I, I guess I didn't get a clear explanation as to like whose fault it was. I think Kalani said the car was totaled, but right. I don't know if that means... Was it the driver who ran the stoplight that caused him to, I don't know, jam break and maybe, yeah. you know? So T-bones are tough, right? I would have to be there. Basically, what he's describing is it's a traffic light situation. And 
depending on who had the right of way at that time. If we're to believe him, he had the right of way and he went and the person ran the light and he got hit. Mm. That's a more believable explanation than him leaving early. You see what I mean, right? Or maybe he was the one that didn't have the right of way and somebody was coming and maybe he was making a right when he shouldn't have and then he got t-boned so i'd have to see you know it's one of those where who do we believe we got to see the lights i got to see the exact situation but pretty much it comes down to who had the right of way and who was trying to take advantage of that Mm. yeah you know if he was at a light i'm pretty sure he would have waited till it was green unless he's making a right turn then you can turn on a red And if that's the case, then yeah, if he wasn't clearing his left and then he just went into the, went into the turn and another guy was, he had the right of way and that could have happened or a Swaylu was stopped at a red, it turned green. He went and the guy was trying to run a green light when it turned red and then he gunned it. He kept going and then he hit. Yeah. I would have to see it. Yeah. A Swaylu did look. Like he's totally messed up by the accident. Have he you looked... gotten in an accident? Thankfully, no. It's I have not. It have makes you? you not want to. Yeah, it makes you not want to drive anymore. Ooh. It's scary, right? Like it's one of yeah. those, and the only way to to get over it is to, to drive and develop your confidence again. But it's one of those things where, like, hey, who's gonna drive? You're like, not me, dude. I don't want to. You're scared. You're scared to get behind the steering wheel again you got to get over it. So yeah, I can understand how traumatic that is and the fear of not wanting to to drive right away. So I get that. I'm glad he's okay. And the good part and the part that I made note of Mm -hmm. is it made both of them realize what's important. And I hope that it is that impactful, that it changes a Swelu. And I didn't think there was hope for them at the beginning of the season, but now with this car accident, I think there's hope now because sometimes it takes an event like this to really hit home. Right. I I believed Kalani when she said, I want their kids to have a father and I want a husband or I want him to be around the thought of him not being there tomorrow. And when you see it like that and you start to realize certain things and she's like, yeah, I, I love him and I want him in my life. Those are the things that make me hopeful for the relationship. Yeah. I'm not glad he got in an accident. Yeah, I, I <laughs> get what you mean. I'm glad for, right, for the it's, realizations that they both came to. It's sad that it took this type of incident that gets people to, like, appreciate each other. And yeah. thankfully, he's still alive for her to realize that. I guess all I want to say is, after the accident, Aswelu decided to do a romantic gesture, right? Oh, for, that, yeah. For Kalani. I just don't know why after waiting for that to happen from Aswelu, she decides to sort of ruin it by bringing her mom and her kids along. I'm like, dude, what? And I get it. She said she needs to pump. But I'm like, why can't you pre-pump and just leave your kids with your parents? Because, I mean, women do pump beforehand. They don't necessarily pump same day. But again, I might eat crow. (laughs) maybe I'm wrong here because I'm not a mom but as far as I know a lot of my mom friends would pump way in advance they don't pump on the spot they usually pump way in advance they keep bottles in their fridge 
and I've seen moms with multiple bottles because they just pump a lot in one they session. They just keep going. <laughs> they just keep going. And I'm like, <clears throat> man, Kalani, you ask for romance, you're going to ruin it <laughs> for you. <y'all."> yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just weird to me. And I think it's that TLC drama, right? I could imagine it going like this. Well, we want to do this. And then some producer or something's like, oh, are you guys going to fight? Oh, you're not? Well, we're going to need tension, right? Uh, I'll invite my mom, right? (laughs) When they're thinking of the stories, right? That's the only way. Like, who wouldn't want a romantic getaway? And like you said, this is something she's been asking for. Yeah, they fought about it. Why are we? Yeah, (laughs) they fought about it. Especially after an accident, you would want to just reconnect. This is the time to do it. He's going out of his way. You know, and maybe this is a turning point. You would want to do this the right way, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, the only way I could think is that they needed some kind of tension, some kind of drama point for the story arc. And they're like, bring your mom. <laughs> we got to fit in a fight somewhere, y'all. We <laughs> This cannot happen unless some shit goes down. You know? Yeah, that's too bad. Because I would have liked for them to just be spending yes. time with each other, you know. It would have been a welcome change, right? To just see them being lovey-dovey and enjoying time. I mean, we don't got to see it all, but just to see them getting along and genuinely connecting with each other. Now that I think about it, that whole scene, it might have been in the preview, but the whole scene of them going to a sex store, that's so unnecessary. That was definitely staged. You know, it's like, really? Yeah. They kind of hinted at that. Do you remember a couple episodes ago? And it turned into a fight. Yeah. She mentioned something about their sex life. Oh, we talked about it, about role playing. And he was like, oh, I'll, you know, I'll be your, what is it? Your kayak boy or something. I don't know. They started talking about, they tried to, yeah. He said he wants her to be the Hulk. (laughs) Is that what he said? (laughs) I think so. (laughs) that's not romantic i know (laughs) yeah they did try to prepare us for it to plant the seed that they were trying to um rekindle the the sex life and all that stuff so yeah but i do think it's a reach i do think it's a reach and they wanted to make it funny and let's go to a sex store and i don't know slap you with a rubber dildo i don't know (laughs) (laughs) Okay. It should be fun because I think too that they know Asuelu and we know Asuelu is um he's not like that, right? Like he's he did, he's he so didn't traditionalist. Even, very, very. Think. That's the word I'm looking for. Right. I mean, he doesn't believe in condoms, so right. I, what makes you think he would explore sex toys? So it might be fun to see his reaction in there you know like what do you think of this you know and she pulls out like a fucking nine inch dong (laughs) (laughs) i don't know right yeah it might be a fun watch we'll see so moving on to tiffany and ronald man talk about (laughs) idgaf ronald is just belligerent He's just like, fuck it. I'm not going to yeah. pass this interview. Like when, yeah. when asked like how many times you've been arrested, he's like, yeah, plenty of time. <laughs> like this guy, I don't know if he gets it. It just seemed to me, Lon, that he 
doesn't want or doesn't intend to pass this interview because he just wants Tiffany and the kids to move to South Africa. That's just how it looks exactly. like. Because how exactly. are you not taking this shit seriously? I'm pretty sure that lawyer cost. And by the way, I stalked his LinkedIn. He's legit. <laughs> I mean, go check out his LinkedIn. Oh, it's, the lawyer, the lawyer. Yeah, the right, lawyer. Right, he's right. legit. He has a really awesome repertoire. Like his resume is just stellar. And you wasted his time by mm-hmm. vaping and like posing yeah. like he, you're drinking whiskey. <laughs> yeah. He had disco lights going on. I what are you doing, bro? <laughs> he just needs an air horn. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, <laughs> like well, well, a well. DJ set at the back <laughs> or something. Like, what's going on? Is that your party? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, and I think you nailed it. Right from the jump, in my mind, I was like, he's sabotaging it. He doesn't want to come to America. He wants them to come to South Africa. That's it. It was never his intention to make it to come to America. It was never That was never his intention. He just yep. wants them to come to South Africa. Yep. And that's always been it. Yeah, when this was going on, he's zero fucks, right? <laughs> Ain't giving you nothing. (laughs) So yeah, in my head, I was like, dude, he's either high or he's intentionally sabotaging this. And then after the lawyer practice interview, when she started talking to him, like, I think his true intentions came out and he was, he was definitely just wanted them to come to South Africa. So yeah, I don't know. I think that's a a slap in the face because she asked her dad to be his co-sponsor. And now he's just like, well, who cares? I just want y'all to come to South Africa. Yeah. What? This isn't going to work. I think it's doomed. I just... Dude, just when you say it's doomed, <laughs> next episode, they're like, <laughs> oh, we're back as a family. It's I all all over again. <laughs> this is a hot mess, this one. Yeah. That we can agree on. Yeah. Uh, speaking of hot mess, man, that uh, podcast Yacht Cruise is... Anything but smooth sailing. See what I did there? (laughs) (laughs) Puns, y'all. Puns. I love it. (laughs) Anyway, I just want to start off by saying, like, what the fuck? Now that I think about it, Andre asking Chuck for a job is one hell of an irony because he does have a job. He's an actor in a reality TV show. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right he's an actor on a reality tv show what the like what i mean you have a job that's your job you don't have to worry about your green card you have a job i am employed with <laughs> these checks can he get paid though yeah if we take his situation like julia he has that interim green card mm. where he can work so and knowing that TLC pays the couple and even though even if they split that check right every episode right he still get a substantial amount of money because they've been on this 90 day fiance universe for the longest time for like ever maybe not as long as Darcy and Stacy I mean Darcy per se but they've been on for a long time and they're aiming for a spin-off as you can tell with the cheap Kardashian like fights that they did on the yacht or the boat but yeah I mean Come on, dude. Who are you fooling? You are an actor. Because it's, it's reality TV. <laughs> yeah, it's the reality. reality. It's a job, though. You get paid. <laughs> yeah. You have to pay Uncle Sam tax. You know? So, whatever, dude. Anyway, what you got to say? Because I have other things that I can add on to this, but it has nothing to do with the scenes. For me, 
it was all about Libby. And I love this about Libby is she is fucking ride or die for her man, y'all. And you got to respect that. I get it. I know some people say blood is thicker than water. Not everybody subscribes to that saying or whatever have you. But she will not tolerate disrespect from her family for her husband. Why do you got to say that? First, you want you want him to work. Now he's got a job. And, you know, she will throw blows. You know what I mean? Especially when it comes down to, like, her sister's talking shit, man. I'd be hard-pressed to fight with my brothers over something like this. But... She's just ride or die. And I, I really respect that. And again, obviously, I'm not putting it past them to also be actors and actresses in the story arc of the whole 90 Day franchise, right? But this is an interesting one. And whatever, if she's playing a character or not, this is a character that I can get behind. <laughs> Somebody who's who really loves the person they are with. And we'll fight her dad, we'll fight her sister, like we'll not tolerate any bullshit coming from her family when it comes down to Andre. As a guy, I got to respect that, like for him to be holding her back, like, hey, hey, you know, like <laughs> that's got to feel pretty good. You know, Andre must feel pretty good. Then he's got a winner here that he's got somebody who's going to defend him because not, I don't you know. I don't think he appreciates how loyal she is because he's just expecting her to always defend him from the way they interact mm. you know and he was so quick to point out to her that hey this is your fucked up family he did but, say that right yeah. so i'm like she's ride or die for him conversely i don't think he's ride or die for her yeah he's, he's just expecting her he's always expecting her to be on his side whether right. or not he's wrong he should have and, cared about her feelings more in that for somebody, right. In, in terms of reciprocity, if, if, if she's going to be ride or die for you, at least respect her enough. You know what I mean? And, and I think that was a sign of disrespect for him to go yep. this is your fucked up family. Like that's, you're also you're also like, she belongs to this family. So you're also talking about her in the same vein, right? Like, yeah, fucked up, you're fucked up. Right. Like that's an insult to her too. Transitive you property, describe, right. Right. Uh, your family you know when he describes her family is fucked up it's like that's a reflection on, on See her where as you well. come from right, right. yeah yeah and, and, and the, it, i mean why would you insult the family when you're the one who wants the hundred thousand dollars from her dad <laughs> that too <laughs> like beggars cannot be choosers come on that like too. what anyway yeah you're not putting you're you're not presenting yourself well here. You're trying to be part of the family business and then right. And yet you you are up. the biggest critic of like of them, right? You're the biggest hater. Right. <laughs> I caught Libby saying Becky's husband is rich. So what did I do? I Googled, Googled him. <laughs> <laughs> I Googled him. I remember earlier on. So the thing is, Libby and Becky are always proud of the fact that they have European husband. So I Googled him and true enough, he is European. Uh, he's actually Scandinavian by way of Denmark. He is an SVP at a company called Mad Mobile. Senior vice president? Yes, senior, senior vice president in sales know. though, in global sales. So he's, uh, he's a good salesman, I guess. Uh, he used to be a professional golfer for eight years. What? Before he entered the corporate world. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. 
Yep. So if you guys want to check him out, his name is Thomas, or maybe in, in Scandinavian is Thomas. Thomas. Thomas <laughs> Lickvert. That's spelled as L-I-C-H-T-W-E-R-C-H. And like I said, he's Danish. And maybe, yeah, he is rich. So maybe Go maybe onto your something. rich husband. Right? Yep, that's what she said. <laughs> but oh. what do you think about Chuck saying, uh, you know, he blamed Libby for ruining his day? Remember when Chuck that kind of exploded up. and like yeah. turned to Libby and said, that's it. You ruined my day. <laughs> I thought that was harsh, but at least he puts his foot down because it, Libby was kind of going off, even though Becky was the one who's also taunting her. Like Becky was like, stop crying, blah, blah, blah. It was a mean girl situation, I would say. I, I don't see how it was solely Libby's fault, though. Right. When he said that, I was like, wait, she did? So here's the thing. Libby was the one who threw the drink first. She yeah, threw the but- drink on Becky's the drama shoes. started way before that, though. Yeah, that's true. But I it's also say because she of Libby, ruined it. Because of Libby, like Libby was saying something like, "Why do you have to dog on my husband?" or something like that. And I get it. Maybe Becky said something. It was actually not Becky. It was Charlie. Charlie. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it was it Charlie. Comment. <laughs> right. It was Charlie commenting on how. Is the family going to tolerate each other being in the same RV, RV going to Maryland or something, right? And Charlie was the fire starter because Charlie sparked it and it fueled Libby and Libby started going off. And then maybe Becky kind of felt a certain kind of way and started to attack her. So Yeah, yeah. I think Chuck had good intentions. I thought the yacht was a great idea. I can see the RV being a shitty idea, but I can see the good intentions behind it. Like, oh, we're we're going to spend time as a family. Let's all bond, you know? <laughs> it's a bit idealistic, but yeah, that's not a good idea. <laughs> I don't believe a single word when he said that he'd rather give up his business. Yeah, his no, family. no, like, that was no, no bullshit. Bruh. I called bullshit on that too. Exactly. That was all for the cameras, yo. <laughs> yeah. Oh, because it's not worth it. you ain't that virtuous yeah no i don't believe you one bit (laughs) i do have another wtft to spill so recently libby's mom so libby becky and jen's mom posted something on her instagram account that caused a ruckus especially amongst the lgbtq crowd on pride month yeah on pride month i think it was during the first day of pride month if i'm not wrong she posted a picture of a rainbow and the caption that accompanies that photo it says a promise of god not a symbol of pride so she's trying to insinuate that the rainbow is a promise of god not a symbol of pride right and obviously that offended some people it, should. And what did Libby do? She went on her IG story and said she apologized first and foremost, which is really honorable for her. Who posted it again? Libby's mom. Libby, Becky, oh. and Jen's mom. Because remember, Libby's mom and dad, they're not living together. That's why you don't see her on the show. She's not Libby's in mom Florida. Is homophobic, y'all. <laughs> yeah. Apparently. She's homophobe. <laughs> So like I said, what Libby did afterwards was she went on her IG story. She apologized. 
And she said that she doesn't accept it. She said love is love. And she pretty much kind of tried to distance herself from her mom's post just to do a bit of damage control, which I think yes. is really smart of her because she knows that she's a public figure now and she has a brand to uphold and to maintain. So that's what happened. That's the tea. That's the tea. Man, I could go on a rant, but I won't. <laughs> that's... It's not with it. I feel it's not, it's, yeah. yeah, just to give her the airtime, it's not yeah. with it. We are not homophobic here. We are not transphobic. Yeah, especially during Pride Month. That's very poor taste. So Exactly. Of all times. Anyway. You know what's not in poor taste? Nedley's borscht. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad for Natalie. Ah, uh, I don't know. I think she lost it. She, like I, she was going I felt like crazy. She went on a manic laughter and I thought this girl lost it. She, she lost was just it. trying to bite her tongue. She's trying to not strangle Trish, right? And she just, I don't know. Do she can, About the hooker comment? Yeah. Because it didn't show it. Like you'd it, think the cameras would show something like that. Yeah, but you know, it's not far-fetched because... It's it, not. The way it, she was acting, she was acting pretty hurt. Yeah. And when she was like, you know, I don't I don't know what you're going to say anymore. <laughs> right. <laughs> she totally lost it. But the thing is, Trish has been getting on her nerves with all the jabs and the digs. And, yeah. and yeah. also insulting her with saying stuff like, well, you're getting up there. When am I going to get grandkids? You know, and I'm like, dude, you now are you know. trying to say she's an old hooker? Like, right. <laughs> that's double insult right there and when she asked her to rinse that cup out and then she was like oh i don't need it i just was telling you to rinse it out like so it doesn't like stick that was or whatever so passive was aggressive like, wow are you serious and make yeah. her look stupid as if she was wrong to imply that you needed it right i was like come on dude yeah, yeah that was super super passive aggressive and yeah, she knew what she was doing to get under under her skin. Her skin, like yeah, for sure. But Natalie was also acting kind of crazy, you know. Oh yeah, way, because like first of all, she was exercising with locks, and she was also trying to like be a little bit catty with the whole. I remember what she said. She's like, "I'm glad I can be handy to you guys while she's exercising with locks." Yeah, and I'm like, is that her trying to get back at the whole wood chucking thing that they did previously? Because I'm pretty sure she's still not over that and the whole butcher shop incident. But yeah, ultimately, I feel bad for Natalie because, you know, usually Thanksgiving is usually a nice occasion. I know family members don't necessarily get along well, but I mean, the tension in that room was so <laughs> thick, you could cut it with a Ginzu knife. And it was so awkward. Totally. It was so, so awkward and like... Ron, is that his name? The, yeah, Ron. the housemate or whatever. The, is that what we call it nowadays? Housemate? Is that another term for fuck buddy? <laughs> is that guy really paying rent? In, yeah, in, I don't, in monetarily I don't or in other ways? What are we talking about here? <laughs> he I, he just looks so uncomfortable. He was making small talk and stuff. And he just was like, what the fuck is going on yeah. here? And Mike wasn't saying... So again, I think we said this in the previous... I blame, we blame Mike. Mike didn't give a shit, dude. He was yeah. just letting it happen. He was like, well, she's got to fend for herself. Like, fuck that. I'm not getting in it. If he gave if, a shit, he could have said something and he didn't. If only Mike has an inch of what 
Libby has, which is like just yeah. a little bit of you know defending your care other yeah or your wife a little right. bit <laughs> get in there say say something say something like yeah say just say hey mom stop that's it you don't have to go on a tangent you can just like say hey let's move on to another topic or you know pull her aside pull both of them aside separately and say hey look we just gotta stop if we're yeah. gonna have a nice thanksgiving Let's be cordial. Let's be civil. Let's he just totally enjoy the fucking like food. He totally looks like a guy that's over it now. Yeah. He, yeah. And we mentioned this already. He's just over it. He doesn't care. He stopped caring a long time ago, uh, right? When he left her. Like, who leaves their wife at, like, a fucking, I don't know, where they at a hotel during his birthday? Like, right. bye, so I'm out of here. I'm leaving you. <laughs> Come on. He doesn't care anymore. They've already probably talked about divorcing way beyond this episode. Like he didn't care one iota. (laughs) He did not give a shit. Zero fucks. Zero fucks to give that night. Yeah. Maybe even (laughs) negative one million fucks or something. (laughs) She was visibly, she lost it. Yeah. Yeah. She lost it. Laughing, like you said, manic laughter for no reason. And did you see she'd go from super intense to super like low laughing crazy one moment and then just shut down? Like, yeah. And they're like, you all right? And she's like, oh, yeah. You know, that was a BSOD moment. Blue screen of death. You know, when you just can't can't compute, you just like, (laughs) okay, I don't know what to do now. Let me just shut down. (laughs) Let me just freeze on (laughs) y'all. IT jokes for y'all. Anyway, are we ready to rant about Angela and Michael? Mostly Angela. I have nothing to say about Michael except good on you for pounding yams, but I, I'm more I'm more concerned about I'm all, that's I, all that was about. Too. <laughs> just, I didn't, yeah, I, was I know. Like, okay, what are they doing? Cool. Oh, pounding yams. Like, all right, good exercise. Interesting. Yeah. So I don't. I knew this would be difficult, but it's Angela and it's not a big surprise at all. And I'm glad that the doctor put his foot down, right? Yeah, put his foot down. No, no means no, bro. It's a liability. Yeah. You have to sign this. And she tried to, you know, win him over. She even admitted to it. Right. That she was going to try to you get said her Southern way. Charms. Right. Southern Charm, quote unquote. Yeah. And he's like, nope. <laughs> my practice is more important. Yeah. Right. My reputation is more important. This is not going to happen. And a $1,500 cancellation fee if you smoke, that's really the way to go. And that's, that is the way to go. That's how it should have been from yep. the beginning. No, we are not doing this, you know, if, if you're going to continue to smoke. So it felt good. I relished in it. I loved it. I was like, yes. Yes. More yes. people say no to Angela. Yes. Right. You are not getting your way. Because we're used to seeing her get her way. She just oh yeah. She raises hell. She shouts and F-bomb this and fuck that. You know what I mean? And she gets her way. And this was one person who was not going to budge. Yep. You know, charming or not. He was just like, nope. Like, yep. this is what we're going to do. And this is how it's going to be done. And we are not going to continue with this if you continue to smoke. You know, Lon, I'm not surprised if Angela is one of those passengers on a Delta flight that refuses to wear a mask and she kicks (laughs) up 
she like throws hell, you know, she kicks right. up a fuss and she's like shouting at everyone and abusing the flight attendants. Like, I'm not surprised she's that kind of person. Right. Because she just throw her weight around. I mean, no puns. She does have a lot of weight. <laughs> she just throws herself around thinking that her southern charms will get her through life. Yo, yeah. you're not invincible. You know, like if someone tells you to stop smoking for your own safety because of genuine health concerns, right? that is genuine shit. You should be listening to that. But instead, she's so indignant. Mm. She's so stubborn. And is yeah. so entitled. Just I yeah. just can't stand it about her. Entitled you know? is the correct word for that. The doctor even said it, right? Like, yeah, he people does... think they're entitled to like cosmetic surgery. <laughs> it's just not right. It's not how it works. <laughs> and yeah, like you said, Lon, he has a practice, and I'm so glad that he's trying to make her sign that. What you call that? Like a indemnity form or something, right? right? A liability form. And what the fuck? She doesn't want to adhere to a nicotine test because she knows she's going to yeah. not listen to him. That's exactly knows it. She's just trying to get away what did with she it. Say, oh, I'll, I'll quit smoking, but I'm not taking that test. Why? Right. If you're going to quit. Yeah. Why are you afraid like, of? Why then? Because <laughs> you're lying. You're going to lie. Oh my gosh. Right. Yep. Yeah, but yeah. kudos to Dr. Sadat for putting his foot down and it shows that he's ethical. Mm-hmm. He could be like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just do it. You know? Right. Whatever. Like, this is free publicity. I don't know if Angela ended up paying for these surgeries. Who knows? But at least he's showing us that he's ethical. And maybe eventually he did it. Who knows? But at least this is a good look for him and a bad look for her. And an totally. even worse look when she was in that right chair smoking. Yeah. Shouting at the top of her lungs, abusing right. her husband. And goddamn, her she had I'm a nip slip. That. She had a nip slip. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah. The production had to blur out her nipple. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, notice fucking that. nip slip, yo. Like, I mean, how trashy are you? This is a, the very definition of dumpster fire, right? right? I get it. We are all viewers of a trashy TV. I get it. That's the irony here, but She's just epic. She's another level. Yeah, she's another level. And we talked about this before. She's just a horrible human being to me. Yeah, the way she talks to my driver. Yeah, I was thinking the the driver too. Like secondhand smoke is terrible. It's terrible. She's just over there. It's lights one while the guy's trying to drive, and I'm like disrespecting the driver and whoever that's a cameraman or camera woman. Like that's just blatant disrespect yeah. i don't know how people can stand that like lon imagine if you are the driver and yeah. someone's shouting taking a phone call at the back and smoking yeah and poor like, michael too like you said she just took it out on him that's yeah. what that was about he didn't call so fucking what like yeah y'all know that you're pissed off that the doctor didn't fall for your Southern charm or whatever you call it and that you didn't get your way and now you have to quit smoking. So rather than vent, because there's a difference. I don't mind people who vent. You had a rough day, vent. But don't take it out on some, don't don't like verbally abuse your husband over it. And she's like this though. Even on a good day, she's like this. So I just feel so bad for him. (sighs) 
it's not too late, Michael. Yeah, not too late, Michael. Do not Just... come to America. <laughs> Stay put. Stay where you are. <laughs> Just keep pounding that yam. Yeah. <laughs> don't need to come. <laughs> well, even if he were to come, don't come. Just for Angela, you know, it's just not worth it. You're gonna have a miserable rest of your life being with yeah. her. Yeah, I just can't stand be- behind everything that Angela does or stands for. She's obviously a rotten human being. I am very surprised that there are people out there saying that, oh, you know, at least Angela is upfront and outward about her behavior and she's authentic. I mean, what? I mean, I get it. She's authentic. That's authentically bad. <laughs> and y'all are supporting that shit? Yeah. Dude, like, what the fuck? If I meet Angela in person, I want to stay far, far away from her. Like I said, <laughs> she seems like one of those passengers on a Delta flight. And I'm sorry, Delta. I'm saying Delta <laughs> because she lives in Georgia and I think Delta is the Georgia hub. So I'm just trying to be realistic here, but pretty sure she has a lot of mileage, you know. <laughs> but she just seems like one of those passengers who refuses to wear a mask and then just fucking shouts at the top of her lung, blaming everyone, blaming society, blaming COVID and possibly even blaming Asians. I don't know, right? But she right. just comes across <laughs> as that kind of rotten, vile, piece of shit human being. Right. And I don't know why she's still on TV, but whatever. Sorry, Lon, go ahead. She she should be on Discovery Plus. <laughs> yeah, like relegate the, her. Like relegate the other her. people. Yeah. Right. Relegate like her. the other people we won't we don't want to talk about exactly. anymore. Exactly. Please, TLC, if you're listening, relegate her with the likes of Colty, Big Ed. Ship her over to Discovery Plus. Yeah, y'all. just ship her over to Discovery Plus where some of us are not paying for and we yeah. <laughs> just let her stay there, please. <laughs> so that is all for our coverage of, of Happily Ever After. After? <laughs> Happily Ever After? after? Um, <laughs> so let's wrap it up with our WTF moment. Lon. Yeah, so you summed it up perfectly. For me, Angela is just walking WTF. The embodiment of it. The MVP of WTF. Got it. Right. And <laughs> for people who might visit the Instagram, they might see the memes and they're like, oh, you're making fun of her because she looks a certain way. No, like Instagram is visual and and that's not the impression we want to give. We think the totality of, of her is vile. We think the totality of her as a human being, as a person is terrible. Again, there's a list, right? Where do we even start with, with Angela? Right. So, um, and, I, and I'm not going to go through the list here, but for those who, who are fans of the show, you already know just how bad she can be. And, and I don't buy the whole, well, she tells it like it is and she's authentic. Those are probably the same people who are like, well, I like Trump because he says shit how it is. Right. But that doesn't make him a good president. <laughs> right. Exactly. That doesn't make him a good person. Right, like yeah, he also I, I, said Kong flu and right China flu, you know. Right. Oh, so, like, yeah, no. <laughs> you can be authentic, and if that authentic person is still an asshole, like that doesn't make it any better. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the the entire Angela segment was was WTF for me. Right, authenticity does not negate bad behavior. Right. Yes. My WTF moment is when Trish gave Natalie parsnips instead of parsley and tried to convince her that they're one and the same. 
Dude, oh, what God. the fuck was and that? Mike about? joined in. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. It's like, yeah, they taste yeah. about the same. And They're she's like, I don't know what that is. I mean, dude, yeah. if the recipe says parsley, like, give her fucking parsley. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I know my my WTF is a bit weak, but (laughs) I actually like that. That was a good one. (laughs) I liked that one a lot. I laughed at that was yeah. I laughed at that scene. Poor Natalie. I know. (laughs) In other news, Kenny and Armando finally tied the knot in Mexico. So congratulations to Kenny and Armando. May your matrimony last forever. All the best. And uh, we at WTF Podcast here, we're so happy for you guys. Truly, we are. And it's a great time too because it's Bright Month and you guys had your wedding. So what happened from what I read, and I could be wrong. So Kenny and Amando, if you ever listen to this, feel free to hit us up on our DMs. Remember that scene where they were rejected? Uh, They couldn't register their marriage. I think a human rights organization pushed through for them. And eventually got government or whoever, some, you know, whatever ministry out there to approve the wedding. And that's why they are now married. So good for you guys. So Congratulations. happy. Congratulations. <laughs> Yay. Love wins. Love wins. <laughs> Thanks for listening, WTFers. If you love the podcast, you can show your support by leaving us a five-star review on Apple or wherever you get your podcasts. It is appreciated and really helps us out. You can engage with us on email, Twitter, and Instagram at 90 Day Fiance WTF. We especially would like to hear what your WTF moments are each episode. We might even shout you out. Lon, where can we find you? <laughs> yeah, you can find me on Instagram at Lon underscore like underscore uh, Lon. That's L-A-N underscore like underscore L-A-W-N. Um, you can also catch me on Facebook Gaming. I play video games every single weekend. That's starting 9 uh, p.m. Pacific time. And we stay up all night long. That's uh, Italics Plays, I-I-T-A-L-I-X-P-L-A-Y-S. Also on Instagram at I-I-T-A-L-I-X. Awesome sauce. And I just want to say shout out to all our followers, our listeners, subscribers. Thank you for following us, for subscribing to our podcast and for listening Special shout out to JMD who hit us up on our Instagram and dropped a nice, uh, an, a nice little. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> shout out to you. Shout out to our one patron. Yeah, that was that was nice of JMD. <laughs> Thank you for checking out the podcast. We love the feedback and we love that you, you messaged us and sent us a DM, giving us props on, on the podcast. Thank you so much for that. We do appreciate that. We really do. And like I said, shout out to our one Patreon patron. Oh, we got a new Patreon. (laughs) Yeah. So guys, if you think that you like this podcast and you want to donate and support us, feel free to hit us up on our Patreon and join our Patreon. We we do actually have content there. We covered Darcy and Stacey previously. So if you want to catch up on that, if you want to listen to what we have to say about that show, feel free to join our Patreon. You know, like Lon said, anything helps. We're doing this for fun, but mostly because we know there are people out there listening. So I was looking at stats, Lon. Most of our listeners are from the U.S., but a lot of them live in the East Coast. So <laughs> shout out to our East, East Coast, Coast followers. Mostly New York. So New York, New York. New York. <laughs> 
<laughs> so I'm going to add that air on right there. <laughs> we do have listeners from Canada. So hello, Canadians. And I think some from Europe and some from Australia. So thank you for listening, wherever you're listening from or you know whichever platform that you're listening from. We're truly grateful. We do this for y'all. You know, we're not being paid. Yeah, we're not sponsored or anything. So thank you, y'all. This help keeps us going, at least. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. And till next time, happy Pride Month. Happy Pride, y'all. Happy Juneteenth. Even though I do not know you, and even though I may never meet you, laugh with you, cry with you, or kiss you, I love you. With all my heart, I love you. <laughs> <laughs>